Hello there, I'm Yvonne McLaren. Welcome back to GAG, a podcast where I help you navigate the journey of food before, during and after head and neck cancer treatment, helping you to eat and live better through my lived experience. Hello there, welcome to episode 64 of GAG and uh, I'm really pleased to have you here today. Today's topic, I want to talk about elevator pitches. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute because I just wanted to uh, let you know about, it's essentially my new site um, at Substack, Avon McLaren with two C's and if you go to my site you will see up the top there's a few areas. There's two podcasts. One is the No Feeding Tubes show. The other is this one, Gag. Uh, there's a tab that says Ask Yvonne. There is posts. There is what's happening right now where I just update things uh, as I think of them so that's not terribly edited, that particular section. So go and have a look if you haven't already. Uh Thank you to all the people who have subscribed. It's really, really great to have you here. And I'm feeling as though there's a real community starting to happen. So that's just brilliant. And that was my intention, that people could come and talk to me and ask me questions. And I would give you uh, my wisdom as best as I could with my knowledge of uh, head and neck cancer treatment and being four years out. Episode 64 of GAG, uh, Elevator Pictures. And this is uh, something that I've talked about quite a bit in, um, you know, online webinars and workshops and conferences and things. And I talked to uh, this particular sales technique, if you like, and it's showing my age here, but it's sort of a 1980s sales technique. And they used to call it, and they may still do, I don't know, uh, an elevator pitch. And an elevator pitch um, is something that you can um, talk to. Uh, it's The thinking is that as long as you're in an elevator from floor to floor, you should be able to tell somebody and pitch your idea in that amount of time. That's essentially the parameters of what an elevator pitch is. And I decided to massage that concept a little bit and put it into an EP, an elevator pitch for uh, eating socially for head and neck cancer treatment people like me and you or someone you're looking after. So that elevator pitch, uh, I have actually done an entire article on this uh, on my site so you can go and have a look and have a read. It will be slightly different to what I talk to here. Uh, So that's what an elevator pitch is. It's a really quick snapshot of what's happened to you, why it's important and what purpose you're trying to communicate that for for the other person to respond to Uh, and in my case what I refer to here is if you go into a restaurant or a cafe or a hotel or you're out socially or you're shopping clothes food car whatever it is you're doing uh, 
Uh, I have variations on my elevator pitch now that I've said that out loud, but I talk about and focus on going out socially and eating with uh, the side effects of head and neck cancer treatment and making sure that you have an elevator pitch that's created bespoke for you. And by bespoke for you, uh, I talk about picking the absolute worst thing that's happened to you in this whole process. And uh, for me, um, you know, it was, it, was, it was a bit of a combination of loss of tongue as well as the, the actual, my dysphagia is really quite um, tragic, really. Uh, depending on the weather is somewhat indicative of how well I am or am not going to swallow that day. So work out what your elevator pitch is and I suggest picking the worst thing that has happened to you in this whole treatment process and that's because in my experience whatever that thing is is likely the thing that you're really hung up about and it's likely the thing that is stopping you either eating out socially or getting on with your food life or making any great advancement on what's going on and for those that have been listening to me and reading me and following me and asking me questions, know that one of my things was getting my peg tube feeder out. That was my sole purpose at the beginning. That's now changing as I get further and further out from treatment. But you must have something that holds you up that you're not developing and that's why I say pick the worst thing that's happened to you. Uh, I I still have my voice box. I still have my voice. Um, I had a you know a fair amount of my tongue removed. I had a neck dissection, so I've got all sorts of issues that go on with uh, speaking, swallowing, uh, breathing, exercise, etc., etc. <clears throat> Create that bespoke elevator pitch. Now you may need to write this down. I write everything down. I'm a list person. I'm a journal person. I have lots of journals and I date them. Uh, I write in them every day. I put things and I do that. Um, my sister actually gave me this tip years ago and I might have been at high school, you know, last year at high school or very newly a young adult and she said, you know, write this stuff down and you know, put it to bed. That way you don't have to keep mulling it over and over in your head. So I've always done that with everything. Problems, decisions, write it down, put it away, and then I can come back to it later. I don't have the fear of, oh, I've got to remember to do, you know, X, Y, Z. So write down your bespoke EP, your elevator pitch. Uh, And, you know, mine went something along the lines of a high... uh, just want to give you a bit of background. I've had head and neck cancer uh, treatment and that involved the removal of a fair bit of my tongue uh, and some of the bits of my neck. I don't go into too much uh, medical terminology. You can see their eyes glaze over. But when you go into a coffee shop or a restaurant, the first thing I do is find either the person who's clearly managing the floor in the restaurant and for those that are non-hospitality based there's always a head team member that is managing the floor and all the other wait staff um, or service staff so 
Uh, and, and this applies to, you know, hospitals and medical appointments and going in and getting your eyes checked. And uh, this elevator pitch is so useful. The first thing it does is it takes the pressure off you. It gets it out there. The, and I say the minute you get there, download this onto someone, make eye contact with someone, work out who's going to be looking after you, be that for coffee or new reading glasses or whatever you're doing. And actually say to them, hey, uh, I've had head and neck cancer treatment. I've had, in my case, a third of my tongue removed, a couple of tumours, uh, both my tonsils, uh, 30 lymph nodes. I've had chemo, radio, short or long. Um, just make sure it's pretty snappy. And I never use a lot of medical terminology because they don't get it. So I beef it up a little bit with some uh, <laughs> descriptive words. And you can physically see... Uh, the emotions that they are going through on their face as they're listening to you. And that's your cue. When you see those, oh my goodness, and then the empathy kicks in and you know it, you will know it the minute you see it, they can't do enough for you. Uh, and then to then when you explain you need to be in a quiet area, you need uh, a pile of napkins, not just the scrawny little one or two that they give you. You need your coffee in a mug, pottery, ceramic with a handle, not a glass. I, c I couldn't drink out, I still can't, uh, drink out of glass um, uh, coffee cups. Yeah, um, I don't know. In Australia, we have a bit of a, a, a coffee culture like Europe, uh, and uh, there's a lot of takeaway too here, but our coffee's a pretty big thing in Australia, except for Starbucks. We don't do Starbucks. They tried, they failed, they left. Uh, <laughs> but if you make it bespoke and you watch that emotion as you're pitching your elevator pitch, it takes the stress away from you. It gives them a heads up as to why you're being, uh, and if you're watching me, I'm doing this in quotations, a difficult customer because let's face it the art of hospitality and actually service uh, in Australia is a bit hit and miss uh, even now after all these years um, in the states it may be better uh, so it, it sets the playing field for you and then you can then uh, potentially order from the children's menu I don't know why but they never let adults order from the children's menu mostly Food sizes for me now, any plated food, uh, unless it's a five-star restaurant, which you know, I don't go to, I don't know about you, but I don't go to terribly often anymore, uh, the food's always too much for me to eat anyway, just purely because of what's happened to me. So that's really important. Bespoke elevator pitch, write it down, practice it at home, practice it on people that know you, practice it every single time you go out. Pick the worst thing that's happened to you because that's probably the thing that you're mostly hung up on. Um, you know, it might be um, the removal of skin from your forearm to rebuild a, a tongue base or whatever it is. You'll know what it is because you'll be hung up on it. And I, well, if it's anything like me, it's the one thing that will stop you going out and living a social eating life again. Uh, and doing that, 
It will cement it in your head too so that you know that you're armed with the right tools mentally and verbally um, to navigate your way when you're out, just even out food shopping, uh, out with friends, out travelling, whatever it is you're doing. If you've got that bespoke elevator pitch uh, locked, loaded and ready to go, uh, it makes life a little bit easier. Um, So that's today's episode. I just wanted to talk about elevator pitches and I don't think it's a UK-Australian thing. I'm pretty sure it's a worldwide thing. Uh, Probably its title is a bit... 80s, 90s, don't know, I'm, but, but the purpose behind it hasn't changed. And the idea is that you can verbatim say bang, 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 bang in the time it takes you to get from one level to the next level in an elevator, hence it's called an elevator pitch. So that's it for today. Thank you for joining me here on episode 64 of GAG. Um, as I mentioned, uh Go and have a look at my site. There's a little tab there that says Ask Yvonne. I know I'm getting more and more and more questions via email uh, and I'm happy to respond to those where I can. Ask Yvonne is for paid subscribers though, so um, no such thing as a free lunch uh, and that applies here. <laughs> so, uh, But it would be great to have you. There, there's certainly... Um, been a bit of an uptake and what's going on in California I've had a huge um, uh, uptake of podcast listening and reading in California I haven't been to California one day remember never know I might go and do that all right thank you everybody until next episode uh, as always continue to eat well look after yourself look after someone else And we'll catch you next episode. Okay, cheers. Bye. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, you can find out more at yvonnemclaren.substack.com. That's Y-V-O-N-N-E-M-C-C-L-A-R-E-N dot substack.com.